Hello, everybody. This is Jim here, and I just want to tell you that the following show is our pop culture show that we have on the Patreon account. I figured at the beginning of September, why not throw out a little free sample of what we do on a non-comic book show over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash weirdscience. And if you like what you hear and want to hear more of the pop culture, we do that twice a month, but we also have a lot of other shows, including a video game show, a show I do with my wife, and the normal Marvel, DC, and indie podcast stuff. But if you want to join up, you can join up now at patreon.com slash weirdscience, like I said, and you don't get charged right away when you sign up, and in fact, will not get charged until October 1st. But if you decide you don't like what you hear, you can quit before then and never get charged one shiny penny. Not even a shiny penny will be taken out of your account. So if you like what you hear here, and I hope that you do, uh, go over there and sign up and see if you like what's going on over on our Patreon. But I'm going to stop right now and get on to the show. I hope you enjoy it. in for another round of nonsense and news it's your weird science pop culture podcast i'm america's sweetheart eric shea and i am jim warner and this my friends is episode number 41 41 and here we go eric we're gonna start with the top five movies in all the land most of which all i have land. no idea what they are i don't know if most? you look these up uh, because some of these, I don't know what they're they're talking about. Three of the five, I have no idea what's going on. One of the, what do they call this? The Leon King? Is that what it is? The Leon <laughs> King? The Lion King made another eight million, came in at five, and it's up almost to five hundred and ten. Almost yeah. got the horror movie ready or not in there. There's only like 65,000 behind Lion King for its really? opening week. And I'm like, you know what? It almost looks like that episode of American Dad where Francine meets her family and her father's going to go and like, you know, make everybody hunt each other. Oh, yeah, it's essentially yeah. that idea. So think of this. You so go to meet game. your boyfriend's family, an arist- like yeah. an aristocratic kind of family, and then they're going to hunt you in their manner. And I'm like, it, you know what? As this is manhunt extreme. Yeah. As they do that, is Lauren Hill ready or not? Here I come. Is that going on in the background? It, it is that in the trailer? As far as I know. I no, not that is. I know of. It's up to a 510 million domestic, which is crazy. Half this there Lion King. Uh, number four is the Fast and the Furious present Hobbs and Shaw, which I still think is about a kid and his little toy tiger. It is what I no, no, think no. it is, this, but it this isn't. is a toy tiger and his new master Shaw. Oh, his new master Shaw. Also, it reminds me of that Kane and Lynch games that I played with I my that kids, is. and they were very inappropriate. Third-person shooter I, I, there. Co-op, Eric. They, they, you ended the up Fast playing these Furious, really though, bad people. I think that uh, people are falling off the hype or just don't care about a Fast and the Furious Presents and because that, this that, is the fourth problem. week in the theater. Its, um, its budget was $200 million. It's only yep. made a total gross of 147 million. Yeah, 147 like, million. Ooh, and this Hobbs is what you end up care. doing when people want the Fast and the Furious and you give them the Hobbs and the Shaw, you are going <laughs> to possibly start, you know, Playing chiseling away at the brand is what you mean you're we're doing. taking the brand. 
Yes. And and really, I think it's the Hobbs and Shaw. I know that if you're a Fast and the Furious fan, you would know that. But I just think they should have it as pretty much listed. Hey, this is the Fast and the Furious kind of spinoff deal. It's got The Rock and Jason Statham. You, you don't have to go. Fast and Furious fancy. present The Rock yeah, and Jason Statham. That's all you need. I, I just I think it's all wrong the ti- needs. I think the title's too long, too. And the presents, I'm, I'm telling you, there, there's a wrong turn. By the time you get to the shawl part at the end, he forgets it's Fast and the Furious presents. And he's, taking, <laughs> so he's like, what? Shaw? Nah, I don't like that. I no. don't know. But that did make $8 million and it's up to 147 which you said, that's a disappointment. Here's where we go, where I have no idea what's going on. Number three, <laughs> Overcomer. What the hell? I I never was called that, Eric. I don't know if that would end up being uh, surprising to you. Yeah, (laughs) maybe early, but not over. Uh, It made eight million, (laughs) and that's it's its first week. So it's at yeah. This is a faith based movie, Jim. Oh, is it? It doesn't sound. You want to know about? I'm telling you, you, it sounds like something that I have seen already. Though that would not be in the theaters. This is in and involves your theaters. It involves a thing. There's these things where you have these videos, and it looks like somebody has to like open the hose up, and it's like I see that this is just call me buckets. Yeah, I'm like this is either milk and maybe some oatmeal that's being shot. I don't. You want to hear about Overcomer? Do you, Jim? Yeah. High school basketball coach John Harrison and his team face an uncertain future when their town's largest manufacturing plant shuts down unexpectedly. As hundreds of people move away, John reluctantly agrees to coach cross-country, a sport he doesn't even like. His outlook soon changes when he meets Hannah Scott, an unlikely runner who pushes herself to the limit. Inspired by the words and prayers of a new friend, John starts to train Hannah for the biggest race of her young life. That, that sounds horrible. Uh, have they run out of you know you know movies with sports? We got a cross country movie, really cross the last country. cross country movie. If you that believe I ever a wanted cross country to watch, could be interesting. Well, that's the thing. The last cross country movie I ever watched was Meatballs, Eric, because you know Chris Makepeace. That's what he was in. Uh, yeah, I think that they should change that name. He was I'm running from his problems. You got to watch and Bill Murray and his lecherous hands. I, I oh end my. up thinking that. You got to watch where you put that in the marquee. If you're close to some other type of, you know, downtown red light district, I don't know that you want to start advertising that you're playing right. Overcomer. That, that would be This movie opened up at $8.2 million and it was a $5 million budget. I think, you know, a little bit of faith will get you a long way, Jim. How about them yeah, apples? I, yeah, you think that? Because I don't think it's going to triple its budget by the time it's – I, I think this – I don't, I don't think we're going to be talking Overcomer again. I, I really surprise hit. Jim. I can't. I can't say it without laughing. It's. I mean, really. I see <laughs> no, these no, sports the that one, they're then, doing. I now. can't think about without laughing. Yeah, really. Well, that's true. It, it goes well with it. But I'm Overcomer telling you, what, what and are good the boys. next? What are the next sports that they're going to have in these movies? I mean, cross country. Please. All right, let me it's, think. You know, some dodgeball. Oh wait, they already did what? that one. Ping pong. Up, oh, they did that. I mean, what else? They did that. that. Tether ball. There you go. That's you know, called wall rap, ball. Rap the four wall. square the movie. Oh, I'd like that. Uh, you might get you might get people <laughs> confused with that, but I I used to like four square kickball the movie. All right, they they, uh, they said that you're not allowed to hit the head, but did they ever say that you can't break the hearts? There, there you go. I'm just trying to come up with taglines there. Yeah, I love when they would say when we played kickball as a kid, you're not allowed to aim for the head. I'd say, listen. I may not aim for the aim, but, you know, I I may hit there. there. And then what they'd say is, well, Jim, 
since you are, you know, like Kelly Leak, the best athlete in the county, I can't Somebody really think small, that you weren't aiming. Be small the rest of his life. That's right. I think that they said like you had to have been aiming because what you aim for is what you hit. And I said, you're right. I was aiming for his head. Number two, good boys. You're aiming to get ejected. That's right. I was aiming to just go in and sit down. <laughs> Number two, good boys. Uh, and that made 11.6. That's up to 41.9 million. So it's doing very well in two weeks. Uh, good, good boys, boys yeah, and overcomer. Weeks. And are they good boy witches in this one? Is, is this a do, Harry do, Potter do, spinoff? Do. Please tell me you want to hear about Good Boys. Uh, yeah, you can uh-huh. tell me about it. I'm sure it's ridiculous. It's got to be a comedy, Invited- right, Good Boys? Let's see about this. You tell okay. me if it's a comedy. Invited to his first kissing party, 12-year-old oh, kissing Max, <laughs> 12-year-old Max <laughs> asks his best friends, Lucas and Thor, for some much-needed help right. on how to pucker up. When they all hit a right. dead end, Max decides they to use his together like we all did as kids? I really thought that's how it was going to play. Yeah, you know that they're kissing a the pillow or something, right? A pillow. And no, the is pillow is their third friend they didn't introduce yet. Yes, pillow. No, no. You know I'm kissing Thor. When yeah, they really? hit a dead end, Max no, no. decides to Thor use his Thor is fire. kissing you. <laughs> you don't get a chance <laughs> With all Thor. his might. Oh, yeah. When they, when they hit a dead end, Max decides to use his father's drone to spy on teenage girls next oh door. Goodness, when the gracious. boys lose the drone, they skip school and hatch a plan to retrieve it before Max's dad this can figure out what happened. This is the most convoluted thing I've already what heard. What happened here. to kissing? What's the I know. Well, where's the kissing party? I need the smooching party. I went to one smooching party. I just love party. it. It's like, hey, anybody out there, if you're looking to see 12-year-olds making out, this is the movie for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ended That's up maybe some uh, drone action. Well, I'm telling you, there was a uh, what you talking about Willis story that the guy in the story would have went to see that movie you just described, uh, yeah. and it, I ended up taking it off. The, <laughs> what you talking about? It was a, just it involved a guy spilling gravy on his laptop, taking it into the Geek Squad, and then them finding child porn. Eric, I thought that's not a fun story. We're it not going to go with that. Yeah, I just like they sense, showed though. the picture. Big fan guy spilled gravy. Spilled gravy. On it, you know, it's not like I spilt mashed potatoes and gravy. The, he just spilled. You know, the gravy. worst part is, do you, do you know that big fat guy who was on? I've seen him on Tosh, but he's a YouTube guy. Bowl of gravy when he would just sit there yeah, for his YouTube fans would drink him. bowls of gravy. That's yeah, all that's, I can that's imagine. What it would be. That you know, I, I heard that's the thing. I heard that your blood type is gravy, Eric. How about that? Uh, how about that little deal? Kiss it's all party. good. I went to a kissing party once, Eric, and they ended up spinning the thing. And this girl that I liked ended up getting me you on the, went, spin but you the bottle. Invited. Nah, she ended up running out. She didn't want to kiss me. Nobody wanted to kiss me. What about me, seven Eric? minutes of heaven? Where are the seven Man, minutes of heaven I'm parties? Kids seven still play minutes. That. I, I don't know. Nowadays, if I get three over seconds, it's, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too much. Number one is Angel Has Fallen. Oh, my. Is, is oh, this a Angel? Buffy movie? Is that what that is? No, Jim. It did make this 21 million. The end of the trilogy, the Has Fallen trilogy, which oh, well, oh, yeah, you I remember? did see. Olympus yeah, has um, fallen, has fallen, and now Angel yeah, Dan- has fallen. Dance and Mike. So what are they? Uh, you know, storming heaven here because uh, no, you end up dancing. Mike ended up going to see this, but I didn't see if he liked it or not. I saw that the poster. This I'm like, all that wraps looks like up those movies. With everything that Gerard Butler's gone through. Because listen, to this authorities take Secret Service agent Mike Banning, who's Gerard Butler, into custody for the failed assassination attempt of U.S. President Alan Trumbull after escaping from and his that is Morgan Banning Freeman, right? I, I saw him I, in the actually, poster. I'm telling yeah, you, I, I still him. get these movies mixed up with White House I Down know, that came so at the same I. time as Olympus Has I Fallen. I'm like, yeah. I just know this one's the one with Gerard Butler, but besides 
Does digest, Gerard Butler at any time this. get uh, Air Jordans and put them on and, and run around? Because didn't that happen in the White House? I think Jamie Foxx did that. Maybe. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's what it was. All right. Banning must evade the FBI and his own agencies to find the real threat to the president. Desperate to uncover the truth, he soon turns to an unlikely allies to help clear his name and save the, the country president. from imminent danger. It's going to be the president again. So this is it's the people this is he took born down identity. in Olympus's fall no, and Lord that, <laughs> London has I think fallen. it'll be who he they're saying that he tried to kill, which he did. It's nonsense. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's president now it's Alan born Trumbull? identity. Yeah, President Alan Trumbull. That's the unlikely. Uh, who I think would probably be Morgan Freeman. I'm just thinking if that is the case, I think that was like, him. How long have these movies been going on now? I'm like, shouldn't he have gotten out of office by now? No, you, you know that he ended up. He's in office for his 17th term, is what oh, they're no. saying. You know, in in that far future, because aren't these taking place in the year 3000? I heard isn't that the, the thing? Is, angels the way falling? This could work out. The way this works out, it would probably just could be a three-year thing where things are just really yeah. happening, really crazy for Gerard Butler's car- character, Mike Banning. Yeah, Mike Banning. It just rolls off well, the even t- my when tongue you had, when we talk when about you- great action heroes. Well, I'm telling you, even when you had White House Down coming at the same time as that, where you had, I think it was um, Ch- Channing, Tatum Channing Tatum playing yeah. the main character, he played a character named John. And I swear to God, you could have just substituted yeah. him with John McClane it was John because McClane. it was Die Hard in the White House is what it was. It was. was. It and it was, was entertaining. Now Let's I want to see Die Hard in the White House. I watched it twice. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Kevin Smith announces anime He-Man series for Netflix. Now listen to Eric Huff and Why Huff would Kevin there. Smith announce Kevin this? Because, you Smith. know, he talks about Master of the Universe all the time, right? Oh, well, here's the thing. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind if he is a fan. But when we hear this news story, boy, he's pushing it. And really, I know that there are people who like Kevin Smith. There are people in the Get Fresh crew. One big one was Toby. He ain't around. I don't have the sound. No, I liked either. him when I was He's 16 a huge too. fan still. Toby ain't 16. Uh, the thing about uh, Kevin Smith that I have always thought, especially recently, he fakes the funk, and he fakes the funk constantly. Whatever, wherever the wind blows, that guy claims that he's into. Uh, he has pretty much a Batman podcast, and doesn't seem to have ever read a comic in the past. Oh, that was 20 the years, worst part. Where me. you know, this whole time when I knew Kevin Smith growing up, him making these fun movies and oh, stuff like know. that, he would always talk <laughs> about be, being. I'm, I'm saying the, the the person that he puts on, the Kevin Smith that everybody mm. knows, and I would see that. Oh, he likes comics. He has Stanley and Mallrats. He has yeah. they're chasing. Yeah. He's about making comics. And when I heard that he had a podcast, Batman on Batman, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. We're going to get to hear what he thinks about things. I was so disappointed because besides for having really good interviews, like people yeah, the come interviews over, were great. Him, when it first started, when he, he had interviews with a lot of the guys Batman. on the new 52 with, you know, Kyle Higgins. I really love that. Snyder. And Scott Snyder was Greg a great Capullo. one, too. Jim Lee. They had some really, yeah. really good interviews. And, and he was very good at that. I mean, he's pretty much at that point was, you know, word balloon times 10 in my mind. He was a really good interviewer. And these guys would open up whether because they were high with him or whatever. But uh, it really just seemed like he read some comics in 1989. And that was the last thing he knew about anything. Yeah, and once once that stopped, and he got with uh, what with Bedard or whatever, who does it Mark with Bernard. now? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I never can remember his name. I just like, boy, it, it's kind of gone away from what I liked. I haven't listened to it in a while. There are people oh, who are still a fan of it, uh, you know, obviously. But I, I just thought, okay, you know, whatever. And this does seem like one of those where, oh, you know, the the He Man that he's always talked about. Yeah, you know, because he always talked about that. the things he liked in his view of universe. You know, Jaws, hockey, Star Wars and stuff like that 
where was all the He-Man yeah, talk where was for how the much He-Man? of a fan he was? Yeah, especially because, like you said, he that View Askew universe, he really threw out. It was pretty much, hey, this is all the stuff I was digging. And yeah, we didn't see this. Kevin Smith surprised audiences and Eric Sunday. Sure did. Uh, annual PowerCon convention by announcing a new enemy, anime He-Man series for Netflix. An enemy. The new series enemy of Eric, titled <laughs> Masters of the Universe Revelation, will take place in the Mattel <gasps> toy-inspired world. It's in the toy world, and will focus on some of the unresolved storylines of the classic 80s show. Smith will serve as showrunner and executive producer. Here's where you get to start faking the funk, Eric. I'm eternally grateful to Mattel TV uh. and Netflix for entrusting me with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but also their entire you. universe. Smith said. I'm looking at my castle Grayskull right now and yeah. my He-Man. They're, just, they're shaking their head at yeah, me. Yeah, they're the shaking their heads. Shaking it's its weird. Head at me. In Revelation, we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. I'd love it if he's saying that and they're like, uh, how did that end? Uh, before their old Kevy and oh man, um, he'd probably and leave. Brought Jim, to it life, never ended. Brought to life with the most metal character designs powerhouse animation can contain in the frame. This is Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid. That's continuing his thing it, with the metal, most metal character designs, right? Because that's what Scott you Snyder? thought about. Yeah, really, brother. Metal, uh, Mattel television. It's funny. Maybe he meant Mattel, but he got it messed up and he's like, all oh, right. I think they said metal. I don't know what the, the hell most, I signed. The most Give Mattel me my was designed ever. Yeah. All the right. most Mattel All character right. designs power. I, I think it's like, what? Metal television? That sounds cool. You know, it's I've funny. always I'm, I'm said that I'm a at, metal fan. I'm like looking Another. over at my Castle Grayskull and the He-Man, but right in front of me, I have my group of Snake Man and my evil horde right here with Hordak, yeah. Jim. What are Why they going to do when I, I, Kevin Smith jerks them around? I don't know. What, what sort of game are you playing? They ain't real. Uh, they're going to do shit. They're going to sit <laughs> there and embarrass everybody who comes over, you know, Jess. <laughs> uh, that's all it is. That's what they're there. They are eternally. No coming over to see Jess. Eternally embarrassing to everybody but you there. Mattel Television is producing alongside executive producer Rob David, the uh, vice president of Mattel TV and author of He-Man, The Eternity War. Uh, writers include, you know, like a, this is a, a who's who of writers, Eric. Uh, Eric Carrasco. Right? You got that? Actually, Tim, I think he might have something to do with These no. are all, Eric, actually, these all seem to be, for the most part, DC uh, TV writers. So I, I wish okay. that one of these at least had something that was a cartoon and possibly some He-Man. Tim Sheridan, who was one of the writers on Reign of the Superman. Dia Mishra who was a Magic of the Gathering deal, so that's a little different. And Mark uh, Bernardin from Alpha, so you got him. Okay. He's involved too. So that there's where you get the Kevin Smith Last thing deal. I saw him work on was wrapping up the Static Shack and the New 52. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? That fucking sucked balls, Eric. Uh, you know, just, pardon this, my this French. This whole but thing it could actually balls. turn out. It did. It could turn mm. out really good. It's just it really irritated me when Kevin Smith is like, he's Mr. He-Man now and coming out and doing all yeah. the press for it. For some reason, it just bothered me. Like, you are just a Johnny come out. You're well, jumping on yeah. to something and then just saying it what was your entire life. What you're saying is, He's a Johnny Overcomer is what he is, Aaron. He's one of uh, the good do you, boys. Do you know uh, what the Power uh, Con deal or actually the Powerhouse animation is? Uh, they are the ones no, I do not. Castlevania. So that's pretty cool, right? They did right, that, that Castlevania cool. deal. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Weird in that style. 
Well, we'll see. I mean, that doesn't mean they do everything in one style. I mean, what do you I think know. they are, hacks? They had a more of an animated style, though, in the new adventures this of is, They claim this awful. is an anime, so there you go. Yeah. Master of the Universe has been a cultural phenomenon for generations, inspiring fans to discover their own power within, David said. Uh, fans of the franchise have been waiting for the continuation of these characters. And Kevin Smith I had a continuation, as the Jim. most... Masters superfan himself is the perfect champion and partner to what? expand the canon through a dynamic animated series on Netflix. So yeah, they're pushing it. He is the biggest fan of all time, which obviously will upset one Eric Shea, who, who wants to know right now. So much. You sitting there right now, Kevin Smith with the, the snake horde watching you? Are you snake horde? Yeah, <laughs> you fucking noob. <laughs> Yeah, really. And you know what? I think I saw I'm something proud. of his the other day, though, where it was like a, it was like a skeletal figure. Like, kind of ask the boss what I'm up to today. I'm like, you shit, goddamn yeah, mouth, yeah. Kevin Smith. Uh, 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 hey, listen, he's he just announced. Oh, this is just, oh, I don't even have breaking news. Breaking news, Eric. He just said that he's afraid that maybe that villain whore track might get involved. And he said, I'll kill everyone. <laughs> well, Robocop returns. I had a continuation oh. of He Man, Jim. Why does nobody ever want to hear about well, that? With you the, also. So had the fan headmaster. project that the fan project ended up that yeah. you uh, know the people some the of them the return in of that. faker yep the return Would have been a really of cool style faker. an animated episode in the style of the old cartoon they were given a cease and desist letter from universal and uh whatever yeah. they are now universal something or other but something. they're not allowed to even show that i can't remember what it was it was universal something but they're never allowed to show that anywhere and even though they've been working on it for three years now just fans Putting stuff together with their free time because it's, they appreciate the property. The the faker, uh, the character, the action figure. Does that look like Tanya when she's in bed with me? Oh my, she's a faker. <laughs> Robocop no. returns. Director Neil Blumkamp is off the project. Neil Blumkamp is no oh. longer directing the longstanding Robocop is this sequel. Her, Eric, title Robocop returns. Well, by the end, we will end up going and seeing how Unicron's doing. Did you check in on old Unicron for the? <laughs> Not uh, today. Robocop Returns, the movie was supposed to follow directly on from the events of the 1987 original, starring Peter Weller, but MGM, the Nobody studio behind too. the franchise, reportedly won't wait around for Blumkamp. The South African director, meanwhile, has something else to keep him occupied. He will now helm what's described as a, quote, new horror thriller. Blomkamp took to Robocop. Twitter earlier today to reveal the news. He said, quote, off Robocop, I am shooting a new horror thriller and mgm just can't wait need to shoot robocop now before leaving fans with hope that robocop returns isn't dead quote excited to watch it in theaters with other fans at the time the hollywood reporter stated it would ignore the two lukewarm oh. and critically panned robocop sequels Look, robocop of the 90s. 3 was it sucked the balls but robocop 2 there's a lot it of fun to be had the in balls. that movie it did as well it did as the 2014 reboot and serve as the continuation of the story provided by the 1980s sci-fi classic. As of writing, MGM has provided no update about a replacement director, but we all know Eric Shea is out there. I mean, are I just you- like the idea, though. Like, you had Peter Weller for one and two. If you're going to continue to at least, at least continue off where two left off because yeah. of the Peter Weller connection. Is it possible that you can not only executive produce He-Man – and direct Robocop. Do you have a, do you have enough free time for that? Do you think that you can pull no, that off? No, but I, I think I can uh, write up a treatment, though, for Robocop okay, Returns could. if you need that. I mean, really, yeah, if you, yeah. you want to do that. i buy that for a dollar, but nobody else would. If you want to do would. that, though, you could probably take a couple days off from work. Oh, my. 
<laughs> Matrix Four. I've been working on it so hard lately. I know. I'm saying I think it was should be announced soon that you have been working on those two, and possibly the new Matrix, and maybe a couple comics. I don't. Matrix Four officially a goer. That's a transition. With that kind of hurts Reeves, me too. Because why? <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss and Lana Wachowski. Lana Wachowski set to write and direct a fourth film set in the world of the Matrix with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss reprising their roles as Neo and Trinity, respectively. Wachowski is also producing. I I don't think he did. Uh, The problem is, uh, and I can't remember. I think that the problem is that the big point is they don't want Lawrence Fishburne in this movie. But so it might even be like, uh, you know, let's pretend Keanu's younger. I saw him in some of those stills for uh, the Bill and Ted movie. I mean, he doesn't look any younger than 53, the guy now. That's the worst part. I look at this thing. I'm so excited for Bill and Ted, you know, return. I can't remember the uh, face to music with the yeah, Bill and yeah. Ted face to music. And then I see like, oh my God, it's actually going to happen. But oh, yeah. fuck, Alex Winter. He looks like shit. What are we going to do? I see pictures yeah, on it's set. Alex Winter's Alex the Winter good looking guy looks now. like Alex Winter in 1989. But Keanu Reeves looks like a weirdo because he's not, he doesn't have the same face anymore yeah. that he had back then. So and, him and with just the long hair the thing. does not Keanu, cut it. Keanu, um, you know, he remained very young looking as it went. Yeah. It the problem long, is it's not exactly his like you say his face, whatever, but it's also he's got a dad body now, even in the John Wick, <laughs> but you saw in the things for the face the music oh my gosh he looks so old it's sad so uh, I, I don't even i don't think of looking at his body i was just happy to see that alex winter didn't look pudgy i when look at keanu at i just body. see i'm looking at that face between the long hair yeah. the dra- like draped down the side face is what you said it didn't Listen. look right i'm telling you i, I don't know said, if he needs to shave better i just, I just he didn't said have that the alex same winter facial structure it looked like i know it's a different movie but i wanted him to have that really odd mullet that he had in lost boys that was pretty cool which else He's also producing with Grant Hill. Sources say the film is eyed to begin production at the top of 2020. And this Grant Hill is the Australian film producer, not the NBA star who now hosts NBA TV's NBA Inside Stuff and is one of my favorite Detroit Pistons of all time. Plot details are currently unknown and is how the role of Morpheus will be handled. Originally played by Lawrence Fishburne, some sources say the role may be recast for a younger take uh and i just like this imagine here. though this whole thing is people really didn't like matrix two and three let's bring them four 20 years later that'll yeah. fix it <sighs> i love it here's a little quick deal just it, it's not there's not a lot of news about these but a bunch of marvel shows were announced to be coming to disney plus oh my you end up having miss marvel and if you didn't know miss marvel uh, aka kamala khan is a pakistani american teenager getting superpowers through Terra Genesis and is a huge fan of Captain Marvel. Now, uh, Bishop I, I just Kale like to Lee. think, though. What's that? Well, I just like to think, you know, we have the series going on of Miss Marvel. Do you think, like, they'll have, like, you know, good-looking CGI, or do you think it's just going to look like Dave Grohl? Freaking, I, like, I don't how know. bad that Dave hand Grohl, looks. what are you talking about? That was <laughs> awesome. Uh, we'll see. Oh. Bishop Kale will now serve as showrunner on Miss Marvel, and the character will appear not only in her own Disney Plus show, but MCU movies as well, which means it's quite likely fans will get to see the long-anticipated team-up between Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. You next have Moon Knight. So it's not going to be like... 
like the Netflix series where they're like, no, nope. oh, these take place in the Marvel no, Universe, because but we they, can't really uh, talk about them this. or interact. No, because they own this 100% now. It's not on Netflix. It's on their own thing. So I think they're playing it smart of like, this is just going to set up them, you know, doing this next phase of movies and things. Moon Knight's next, another MCU series announced at D23 Expo. And it's another one that Marvel fans have been clamoring for for years. Moon Knight is officially a go at Disney Plus. The character had long been linked with a Netflix series since his brand of violent vigilanteism lends itself well to a darker, more adult series, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays on Disney+. Plus. Moon Knight also suffers from disassociative identity disorder, meaning he is frequently confused between reality and hallucinations, which should allow for a very different kind of superhero story. Tanya. Other details are scarce right now, so we'll have to see how that goes. And She-Hulk is the other big one that was announced. And uh, it says... And I I really do look forward to a She-Hulk, but the thing is, like, we have these things announced, which are really cool, because I want to see more of the Marvel properties in this Marvel universe, because a combined universe like this really excites me, but we did have the Netflix shows. We're done with that now. Why couldn't we have another Daredevil or something like that? Because they want Daredevil, to do my mind, else. is bigger I'd, than Moon Knight. Yeah, I, I guess they want to start stuff new and they don't want to make it. They want to, you know, kick this off. I don't know. The third and final MCU series announced for Disney Plus is She-Hulk with a TV show centered on Jennifer Walters in the works. In the comics, Walters is cousin of Bruce Banner, who is given some of his blood after being in a severe <laughs> accident. And it's the most ridiculously awesome origin story ever. And the gamma radiation causes her to develop the same powers as the Hulk. I want them to explain in this, if they do show that, uh, I want them to to say and show why the person across the street from Jennifer's house actually has a full out hospital room in the house that would allow transfusions in it. It made no sense. With the key difference, she has greater control over her powers and retains her intelligence. She-Hulk and the other Disney plus Marvel shows will all take place during phase four. So should have a big impact on the MCU going forward. And then today they even had a thing with a Wanda vision thing that's coming out, but they only really released a poster of it. There's no real details. And Tom King went on Twitter and said, they're ripping me off. And like, no, they're not. That's not your character. Well, it's one buddy. of those things where we had these other ones announced already for them. I mean, the streaming service is going to be hopping if all of these things come like the whole idea of like a Falcon and Winter Soldier thing and Wanda and Vision yeah. and then all these like, I think it was like four announced at San Diego Comic Con and then these three other yeah, ones. Yeah, these three are like, the big new ones. Is this, is this Disney streaming just going to be Marvel? Is it uh, maybe some Star no, Wars? What else? Yeah, because I believe, you know, you're going to have uh, a couple of those Star Wars shows, but yeah, well, why not? That's what makes them the you money. You do need an no Indiana chance. Jones show. Yeah, that would that would be cool. Like young Indiana Jones. I I don't know if I've yeah. ever told you this. I have I a love treatment. that show. It's about a younger Indiana Jones as he travels around the world with his dad and so learns good, about Jim. culture. No, I'm saying this is the new show that I'm coming up with. I just came up uh-huh, with uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you that show was boring as as shit. I love Indiana I Jones. It. That show was the most ridiculous show that has ever Sean been Patrick made. Flannery and was all great that as a show young Indy. was was the nonsense that ended up in Star Wars, where when you read the book about who was at the cantina, nobody was there to get drunk. They were all there for. You have Indiana Jones going at any sort of uh, any sort he of thing that happened every in the big world. Part of history. He's Forrest Gump <laughs> is all he was. He, he was is. Forrest Gump. He's and then everything's like. I want it. It was almost stop the Nazis. I'm telling you, it was Forrest Gump slash Quantum Leap because he'd end up meeting. Oh, (sighs) Shea Garrett. Oh my God, you should. Oh, it's the worst. I, I, my buddy Joe. Uh, really tried to push so that on much. me. I'm like, this show stinks. I don't need to see this. And, I want to go to Monkey instead. 
I just wanted adventure. I didn't need to be taught history lessons. I don't need that. And it was. It was pushed that as was well. That was the background that, thing. That's you, edutainment. You not have to learn, but you it know wasn't. what? You it did. was not. It wasn't background. <laughs> it was right in the front. I don't need your edutainment nonsense. That's what I, I, I'm telling you. When they first announced, listen to this, guys. You like the computer. Isn't that what this is, Jim? No. And I don't care. Entertainer. They, you know, the whole idea of this. Listen, when you find out what we're going to do with computers now, it's called the CD-ROM. And what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to get all of – you could get an encyclopedia on a disc. I'm looking at it like, the hell wants an encyclopedia? I don't give a crap about that. You know, you tell me how it's going to change the porn industry. And then, I, uh, yeah, oh, well, let me tell you. And then I was all ears, Eric, is what I was. I'm like four. Then. You were more than but, just yeah. all ears. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I may have even resembled a movie that we talked about all earlier. Hands. And I was not a good boy. I wasn't, Eric. Yeah, so I, I'm telling you, then, then you have this like. Just listen to this. You're going to be able to have a dictionary and you'll be able to click on a full motion video of the uh, dictionary. Please. I I don't need that. So I I go to watch this young Indiana Jones. I'm like, really? Uh, That's I guess that's why I became a professor. And and really, I'm bored is what I am. Get out of town. I'll watch something else. I I go back and rewatch this. I'm like, is a team on? Anybody got the Dukes of Hazzard? Is is that on? A team had already been canceled at that point. Well, there's still reruns. Jack Benny sure are. That's what I went with. I, I just, I, I'm telling you, it was such a disappointment when I watched that young Indiana Jones. I'm like, you don't even try to backdoor teach me a shit about history. <laughs> if I'm over, just front door that shit in school. I, I've already, I'm, I'm, I'm home from movies. school. I'm home from school. I don't need your lessons. I, I don't need a moral lesson at the end. I, I mean, I'm telling you, GI Joe, that you're first pushing movie it was too. teaching you all about you're the Ark of the too, Covenant, Joe's. Jim. Yeah, <laughs> I just, it really, really upset me. It really did. Hasbro owns Death Row Records, Aaron. What do you think of that? Why? 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 Because 18 million people have uh, have owned Death Row Records. It's such a funny story once we get to it. You know why? Because nobody cares about Death Row Records anymore. And it's one of those that they end up buying. Sugar Night Lexus Transformers. No, I'm telling you. You will hear why Hasbro bought Death Row Records, and it will anybody who thinks Death Row Records is anything anymore, it'll infuriate them. My Little Pony, meet Tupac Shakur. Hasbro uh, has acquired gangster rap label Death Row Records. Well, not My Little Pony doesn't. It's not real, Eric. They, they can me whoever the hell I got some on a shelf right by my front door. Hey, unicorn. That's what I think. You know, meet a dead rapper. That's fun, right? That'd be funny, too. Unicorn? I want to have a My Little Pony cartoon with Tupac Shakur. And he is the zombie Tupac Shakur back for revenge. And and in a twist, he ends up teaming up with Biggie because they actually got killed by the same person. And that was Optimus Prime, Eric. There, There it is. Hasbro oh is acquired, God. and and really, Turns I heard out already. Was Storm Shadow, Snake <laughs> Eyes, Arch Nemesis. <laughs> this just in: Kevin Smith says that he was always a fan of this story. Where he that or that. Turns out Biggie didn't die. He's still out there. But you know what? It was an That's imposter. Right. It was Zartan all along. Jim. Yes, it was. No, it was Faker. He he was pretending to be Biggie. That's Mattel. Yeah. That's Mattel. Yeah, I don't care. Death Row Records, which counts Shakur and Snoop Dogg among, among its artists, as part of a bid to grow its stable of family-friendly entertainment. So Hasbro has acquired them for the family fun. 
and, and really get you me know death a, row yeah yeah get me a cartoon like you know we'll go with the the style and almost like the concept of the mike tyson cartoon but you have uh, all the mike death tyson row mysteries. you have all the death row and it's just called death row they have a van they're the a team they're just going to go around and solve mysteries is what i want that'd be great wouldn't that be good you have that you got at one Kinda point should night he's the one who's you know he rides there he's smoking his cigars he's as as they're driving he's hanging vanilla ice out the window of the van Oh, it'd be great. You know, uh, it's going to be like touched by an angel because in order to forget in the heaven, oh. Biggie and Tupac are going to have to solve a yeah, hundred murders be before they're allowed into the gates of heaven. A hundred murders and write a hundred hits. I guess it's a season five. Do. Yeah, really. Uh, the, the jumping the shark moment is when we have to add 50 more lives oh, no. because we, we went too quick is what happened. And, and really, do they have to save we'll lives or just change them? Because boy, I think they, they, they have to stop Suge Knight. Yeah, Suge Knight. I, I'm telling you, you do. Is this. he still in jail? Yeah, I, I believe, or he. I don't know. It, this I hope is the so. thing. He scares me. You have so many cool characters that you can have with this going on in a cartoon of this style. I think it would work. I really do. And I'm telling you, don't go jokey. I went full out. It is <laughs> touched by an angel. Death Row style. It'd be so great. It's the uh, by a also, there's a, <laughs> yeah that that would uh, uh, actually that's called be, life. Yeah, no, no, no. That 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 is uh, what's his name who uh, sang. I know. I believe I can fly. He he's been touching too many people. The worldwide toy maker announced the four million dollar deal Thursday to buy British company Entertainment One, which produces animated kids shows as Peppa Pig and a show that I've watched too much of, PJ Masks. Eric, but also owns the rap label. I don't know these. Hasbro, oh, the, oh. Hasbro, which owns the rights to My Little Pony, Monopoly, and Mr. Potato Head, has said the company was looking to expand family brands and television production with the purchase. Death Row, which was founded in 1991 by Suge Knight, the DOC, which I like the DOC. He, he ended up so having medical problems. And it, it kind of ruined his, his uh, deal. But yeah, I, I love his first album. It's awesome. And Dr. Dre was one of hip-hop's most influential labels, signing some of the biggest names on the West Coast. The iconic label, however, filed for bankruptcy in 2006 after a series of lawsuits and the imprisonment of Knight. It has since changed hands several times, ending up with long. Entertainment One when it was bought for $280 million, which means that if we would win the lottery, Eric, we might be able to buy death row records which would be i don't want to buy death row records because one day sugar will get out and he'll come after me that is true (laughs) that is true i believe that that might happen Uh, he might be he he, i don't know something watch out mr hasbro something tells me he's not much of a rational man mr potato head's in big trouble death row no yeah so 280 million we can get that gi joe yes i need protection the last bit of news in this part is a breaking bad movie hits netflix in October, gather around Breaking Bad fans because it's been confirmed today that the long-awaited movie is the release date and will be hitting streaming services on Netflix on October 11th. Story is set to focus on Aaron Paul's character, Jesse Pinkman, who was last oh, seen guy? fleeing an Aryan Brotherhood compound in the series finale. You For know. The, yeah. Here is the very brief official plot synopsis. Fugitive right. Jesse Pinkman runs from his captors, the law, and his past, Eric. The law. The law. The official title has been confirmed as El Camino. 
a Breaking Bad movie. Creator Vince Gilligan, Gilligan served. I, I wish that he messed up a shot and somebody's just there, Gilligan, and hit some over the head with their your hat. As writer and director, it's unknown at this stage whether Brian Cranston's Walter White, who died in the finale, will return in flashbacks. Eric will have to see if but that no, is the case. He'll return outside of flashbacks as a zombie. He might. I'm telling you, just get That's the walking. What meth does. The the br- walking. Bad is what they'll call it, right? The Walking, the walking bad. bad. I'm in for that. That'd be pretty That's what good. I do all the time uh, just because yeah. I'm really clumsy. Yes, that is true. But we're going to go now to the Keeper of Crapper segment. Breaking where Dead. We used to give each other headlines. I said today, I was like, should we change the idea of this? And you said no. And so I said, oh, I still have to yell at Simon. I forgot now, about this. We used to give each other headlines and decide if we're going to keep them. <laughs> Or crap them. But Simon was mad because he said basically we were giving away the whole story in the headline. So now it becomes the new one. We give each other cryptic sayings and uh, randomly decide we're going to keep them (laughs) or crap them. I'm going to go first, Eric. You could say this news is Gordo. Gordo? Gordo. All right, give me Gordo. You want Gordo? All right. There is a Lizzie McGuire revival coming. You, did you know Gordo that is was not the guy? What I thought. No, that. I had no idea. My like, yeah, Gordo. Gordo, this might be something a sports related that Jim no. likes that he might want to talk about. No, Gordo That's my was <laughs> Gordo was one of Lizzie's best friends, and there you go. Fifteen years after its original Disney Channel run ended, Lizzie McGuire is being revived for Disney Plus with Hilary Duff set to return to one of her most famous roles. The original series documented Lizzie's trials and tribulations as a teenager, whereas this continuation will find Lizzie as a 30-year-old living in New York City, but presumably still with, an, House already. still with an animated avatar alongside of her. And I forgot all about that animated avatar. I sent you the picture. I'm like, when I saw it, I'm like, it's Francine from American Dad. And yeah. I'm really, sh- I'm shocked. Not that they would bring up the Lizzie McGuire deal, but I, I'm shocked that they didn't make a thing or a show a episode based on that she ended up being somebody's, you know, invisible friend back in the day or something like that, because she looks exactly like a young Francine. It's unclear of any Stop of the original cast. Well, oh, I, I, we used to watch it all the time. This was one of my kids' favorite shows. So I know Gordo. I liked Gordo. Gordo actually. Gordo was the best friend in Frequency. He lived Gord, next door. Oh, Gordo Frequency. actually looked a, uh, kind of played a role in my mind. He was the next version of Sam from Clarissa Explains It All. And this yeah. show really had, Lucy McGuire had a kind of like a, the next phase of that, Clarissa explains it all because Lizzie well, would do things. Where's the secret of then, Alex Mack at? Eh, that's not coming. That Alex Mack, no. she ended up being in those, you know, things with the traveling pants and stuff, I think. And she she don't need to do that. Uh, the original traveling cast, pants. we don't know oh, if that's going to return. And uh, But creator Terry Minsky is involved in the production. And really, without Minsky, I'm out, Eric, is what I Seriously. say. Seriously. Uh, no Minsky, no me. No, no Minsky, no Mula. What is your first keeper of crap? Who is this Gary character you keep talking about? Who well, I'll tell you. Turns out he's Gary. Tommy Doyle. Oh, Tommy Doyle. Oh, my. I'll keep this just because I, I got it. Right. Here we go. Go with it, Eric. 
Anthony Michael Hall joins Halloween Kills as Tommy Doyle, Jim. It's been rumored that original Halloween character Tommy Doyle will be making a return in next year's Halloween Kills, and we learned today that the rumor is true. Well, wait a minute, wait wait a minute here. Didn't he just return in a fan-made film that you were telling me about? How can that be? No, no, no. That was Tommy Jarvis in the Friday oh. 13th fan film. Oh Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> I, don't, I can't keep these no, things no. straight. This is the best bit because I saw this bit here. Variety reports that the 90s icon, Anthony Michael Hall, oh, the 90s. Breakfast Club, Weird Science. I'm like, what are you talking about? They have Edward Scissorhands. Here's the only thing from the yeah. 90s. But uh, we'll be playing Tommy Doyle in the new film. You know, what I think of the 90s, I think of Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, yeah. But no, uh, Tommy Doyle was first played by Brian Andrews in the original. One of the children, Laurie babysits. Paul Rudd later played the character in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Yes. David Gordon Green co-wrote Halloween Kills script with Danny McGride and Scott Teams, and he will be returning to direct. He'll also be directing 2021's Halloween Ends. Okay, Halloween's so this Kills is the movie live. that I actually saw that uh, Paul Rudd actually said that he would have done it. Yes, if he turned he, it down. Yeah, yes. he had to turn it down because this, he was busy. They went to Paul Rudd first to play Tommy Doyle again like he did Halloween 6, which it would have confused a lot of people because it's not in the continuity anymore. But now they have Anthony Michael Hall, who in my mind is so much older than Paul Rudd. It's going to be weird for yeah. him for some reason that they would have gone Rudd and then Hall. But I love Anthony Michael never Hall. Never go I saw Rudd this story then like, Hall, Eric, is what they never. say. Never. You go Hall then Rudd. That's he, how he, I play it. But He looks like a wreck now. He really does. I know. He I'm does done. Not I saw good. that uh, weird science reunion photo with him and uh, like Kelly LeBrock and the Wyatt. I can't think of his name off the Are top of my head right now. Are you talking that picture Mark he, Jager took the other day? Because yeah, those bunch exactly. of Exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because yeah, he doesn't look great. Anthony Michael Hall looked terrible yeah, in that picture. I'm telling you, how how do you work, look worse than anybody else here right now? Yeah, You've and, continued and at one point, done all this other stuff. Kelly LeBrock ended up, she ended up looking okay in that photo. She did not look yeah. bad for what I've seen before. Do you, do you have an idea that maybe the three of them went off for some funny business, some hanky-panky? Because no, when I saw that photo, I, I did. What? That's what I thought. I don't know. I ended up thinking that's what happened. <laughs> you get weird ideas about nah, things. But nah. They called up Robert Downey Jr., uh, you know, Mad Max. They all got together for a party. Uh, things going down. He don't uh, take their calls anymore. Yeah, no. Halloween Kills will arrive in theaters on October 16th, 2020. All right. My next one is, while the show has been announced, the truth is often what we make of it. The truth and announced and I make out parties with the good boys. The kiss, I don't know. What is this? Let me hear it. Kissing parties, Eric. Kissing parties. Well, if you would know, Eric, the truth is often what we make of it is actually a quote what? from one Obi-Wan Kenobi to a young Anakin. Although reports of an Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus movies. series surfaced just before D23 Expo, it wasn't until the event itself was made official. At the end of the Star Wars section of the Disney Plus panel, the biggest event from which was the release of the Mandalorian trailer ewan mcgregor strode onto the stage to incredible cheers finally being able to confirm that yes he is playing obi-wan again hello love it's me the (laughs) obi-wans he yelled out my uncle's wedge do you know that did i have an uncle who played wedge and he's the one that was in all the battles and that's only because he ended up getting out of those battles very quickly and and running home that's all that wedge survived because he ended up He's always having a lot of uh, troubles with the engines. I think that he is just a coward, he said, uh, too much chagrin and booze from the crowd. It's weird that he came out only to say that. And he's like, yeah, I really hate those prequels, but what the hell? I'm still getting paid for it. 
I don't know this accent's really changing for Ewan McGregor. They told me to be careful, and then they said that I'd be dead. There aren't too many <gasps> details about the series at this point, but we know it, it'll follow Obi-Wan during his years on Tatooine. Thank you. I love it, too. It's, it's the right. years on Tatooine, just watching him the grow The boring old. years? Yeah, it's just watching him grow old. <laughs> He said, also, Obi-Wan, actually, it's the such a, years. I'm telling you, it's such a weird movie. Basically, this is where every, I learned to every imitate episode. a Crete dragon. Now, every episode, it, it's you see, you see Obi Wan, you see Ewan McGregor, and he's walking, he's walking slowly through the sand and all, and then he gets out his binoculars and then stares at a very young Luke Skywalker for at least forty minutes while while yeah. moaning and groaning. That That's do. All it is. Oh man, I got some do for you, buddy. Oh my god, you hey, want to go to a kissing I, party, boy? I, I hear there's a kissing party at Tashi State. What's Biggs having? <laughs> You can practice on bigs. Oh, my. Listen here. Are you happy to see me, or is that a power converter in your robe? Get that blue milk, boy. Drink that blue milk now. Oh, my. I don't like the Star Wars. Gracious there. Oh, my. Aunt Peru, you, you woman. I don't even know. You woman. I don't know what I'm saying. Good for you, Aunt Peru. You woman. Emperor, you woman. Oh, my. Uh, what, what was the uh, language that she wanted to make sure that if they had a, a droid that it should speak? Bocce. Bocce. Oh, you bocce-loving bitch. Keep making that oh blue milk. Oh, my. She didn't make the blue milk. <laughs> oh, my. You don't have a faulty power converter, do you? Oh, I want to see this. I actually, you, maybe I should say I don't. The, uh... Oh my God! Did you watch I, that new sneak peek for uh, no, Rise of Skywalker? I, said, I told you about it. You should. I've really tickled my own fantasy. <laughs> oh, I'd love with it. this weird fan fiction pornography. Oh my goodness gracious! I got to start. Where an right old now. man freaking takes I a gotta, young boy to a kissing uh, party? Is isn't that really the story of Star Wars: A New Hope? Weren't they ending up? Are you drinking gravy it, right now? No, nah, I'm telling you. By the time they got to Alderaan, you thought that they were going there to help this, you know, battles Jim, and they stuff. They never got to Alderaan. I know, but they were going to a kissing party is what it was it's just that obi-wan never told anything he's like listen you've heard about the force right yeah you ever hear of nambla no all right let's go to alderaan there it is that's the story you you didn't realize right oh my what am i gonna do ben is done and now i can't go to my kissing party says luke to leia and then she's like, it'll be fine. We'll have our own kissing party later. You know, where, where brothers oh, no. and sisters actually make out. That's the kissing party you want, right, Luke? And he said, damn right, I do. There aren't too many details about the series at this point, but we know it'll follow Obi-Wan. Disney's official timeline Shut. places it eight years after Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. And we'll start shooting an next year. Oh, my God. That's one of the scenes, too. Actually, he ends up – I want to see the scene where he's there and he's having, like, a dinner party with some of the Sam people. You know, he's trying to get them going. And then you know, the end Tuscan up – party. Can it end up being that he is there – a la Dangerous Minds, where he turns the chair around and talks to the Tuscan Raiders, you know, like, and tries to convince them. The Tuscan Raiders should end up being like the inner city youth that he has to explain that they should enjoy, you know – Shakespeare or something, Eric. Do they have that there? And we'll be shooting next year with all the scripts of the Disney Plus series already written. What? What is your last keeper of crapper, Eric? Oh, I'm still tickling somebody my fancy. Uh, a- somebody that everybody's forgotten about says, yes, please. 
Yes, please. Uh, I'll just do that. What the heck? I'm having so much fun with you, Eric. This must be the long story. So I, uh, thing, I don't need thing that. Is, thing is, you were having a lot of fun because yeah. did you know that, yes, please, Devin Sawa says he'd love to make a sequel to Idle Hands. Oh, we talked about Idle Hands a couple weeks ago. So there we go. Idle I Hands. the idea that out of nowhere, somehow comicbook.com had a freaking Q&A session with Devin Sawa. Oh, Devin Sawa. Like, you know, yeah. In a new chat with comicbook.com, Sawa said that he'd agree to reprise the role of Anton Tobias, whose right hand becomes possessed with murderous intent in the late 90s film in a heartbeat. I'm like, remember what, remember, about you, ne- remember what I, I actually never saw Idle Hands, and I actually thought that uh-huh. it was a guy who ended up needing a hand transplant, and they gave it, for, and this is no joke, I really thought the movie was that they gave him an habitual masturbator's hand, and then he, you know, comedy ensues. That's what I really thought it was about. So it's like the movie Body Parts, but instead of a serial killer, it's yeah, a habitual masturbator. an habitual masturbator. And so when he's out and about, he just, you know, goes to town and stuff like that. And, and Your like life I said, really focuses hilarity, along a lot of the masturbation ensues. kind of stuff. Well, that's what happens. You know, that's how things go, Eric. When you're not invited to kissing parties, you got to make do with what you got. And that means you your got own equipment. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta pull a gym is what you got to do, do is what I used to say. Do you want to hear what no, Sawa said next, Jim? I, I don't <laughs> like that guy. And, and really, I actually thought that was a you girl. Know, you know, I, he, I, played, st- he played Stan in that Eminem video. No, did he? He played Stan, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. I know you Ooh. just watched that video they, a couple weeks ago. Things didn't work out well for Stan. Do you realize that Stan was insane, Eric? Stan was the one who was causing all the problems. Pretty much it's... Devin Sawa, I know, Idle Hands and The Final Destination, I think, one and two. And like besides, I'm like, you were almost something back in the late 90s, but then you fell yeah. off the face of the earth. You know what the newest thing he, he's, that's out that he's in? He's What's in that? a Jarhead sequel that's straight to video. Remember the movie really? Jarhead? Yeah. With fucking, I think it was John yeah, Cena. I thought it was. I thought the original even had like Jake Gyllenhaal or something. I don't know. Jarhead. It's one of those. But really, he's in the sequel. Be. Telling you the two things that I love was, you know, when I found out, you know, just recently that Stan, he was crazy. But also, I love the fact that I've been watching old Snoop Dogg videos and I've uncovered the fact that he might have werewolf abilities, Eric, but just turning into Dobermans. It's a Doberman. Yeah, he is. I'm telling you, watch out because he can turn into that. That the dad, he don't want no dogs in his house, Eric. And the problem is, there was a dog in his house, literally. But go on there. Tell me about Devin Burying Sawa. Burying his bone. Yeah, really. No, no, I'm telling you, I just put this here just to laugh at the idea that Devin Sawa was telling no. people he wants to do something. I'm like, you mean work? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do want to work, yeah. Devin Sawa. Nobody cares about so you. Get out of here. He's just throwing it out there. He's just throwing it out there. Like, hey, you know what? I'd he like just, to do I had that. A, I had a lot of fun on that idle handset. I'd love to do it now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you want to play a guy with idle hands in his, you know, does middle it, age? Does it get that, you very angry? That Devin Sawa could probably appear at conventions and sign things for being an idle hand. Fuck. That is your no, no. That's Final your destination. Dream. One and two. Okay, that too. He's yeah. in all those. Oh my, yeah, he can definitely go there. Then he's living he your can dream. Totally go to these hard times. Like, hey, what's just up, do what Devin Sawa? <laughs> living Eric's dream. That's what he'd say. And then I'd laugh and I'd Him say, "You're correct." Smith. Yeah, really. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. Well, that's the end of that. Here we go. Next for our. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis section, where we're going to get some craziness that always leads to Florida. Elderly couple denies police charge that they engaged in lewd acts at Connecticut Park. So we're going to start in Connecticut, Eric. This is natural. This is one of the things, like you said, that you only wanted a story about Devin Sawa to laugh at him. 
you have to wait a little for this story. It's not a long, long story, but the story itself, the actual idea that they were engaging or not engaging in lewd acts is not the fun part, Eric. The fun part oh. is when oh, Richard gets involved. <gasps> Joyce Butler, 85, and her husband, Richard, 82, were cited last Dick. week for breach of peace at a Fairfield Park about four miles from their home in Bridgeport. After receiving complaints about inappropriate behavior in the park, basically, you know, locals, people, you frisbee, know, the locals gotcha. said there is a lot of these nonsense guys playing frisbee golf, one in short shorts <laughs> and somehow wearing rollerblades. I called they up Manship and said, don't be together. I'm like, why is, why is Manship in Connecticut? Now nah, it's one of those parks. We had the whistle stop, Eric, where this would happen, where sure it did. kind of became a gathering for people to go and, you know, get in the woods there and, and possibly yeah. find more wood than was there before. Uh, police conducted a surveillance operation that netted the couple who have been married for 60 years and four men ranging from 62 to 75. What? So they ended up getting the couple. It, it basically was a dragnet that they threw out there. They got this couple that's been freeze. married for 60 years and they freeze and four men ranging in age from 62 to 75. So obviously this is known they as train the silver woman? fox. Now they're not together. These are the people that oh, they caught. God. So. A police press release announcing the roundup does not specifically describe what the butlers allegedly did. But in articles after the butlers. that, well, in order the butler did it after this, this whole deal, <laughs> they were labeled as sexual deviants in the New York Post, which kind of got them a little upset. Uh, the couple have five adult children, <laughs> 14 grandchildren, said they went for a drive last Friday and stopped at the Grace Richardson Conservation Area. That's where the trouble is. Here, okay, you know, we got the idea. We're having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Here's where it starts to go. And at first, we're going to hear from Joyce. Oh, my, Richard. Richard is not happy. And, and Richard needs to have his own podcast. We were just sitting in the car to get a little air. That was it, said Joyce, who added that. We've gone here for years. A we used to take the children. Bear. We used to take the children to go find golf balls years ago when they were little. The 87-acre park is adjacent to a public golf course. All right, here we go. Her husband, Richard, continued. <laughs> I so haven't had would. sex in I, I have to. I haven't had sex in maybe ten years. My dick don't work. I got no blood flow. I got three doctors. They'll back me the Calm fuck down, up. That's it. They'll back me the fuck up. And it continues. The retired factory worker then echoed his wife's account of their visit to the park. What the fuck can I do in the fucking front seat of a car? Asked Richard, who said he uses a walker and can no longer navigate the foot the park on foot. Plus, look at her. He continued. I love her to death. She looks like a man now. And I ain't like these young people. I don't do that fucking shit. That is the exact the quote from Richard. Richard. He is so mad. Then Joyce then admitted. You're disparaging your wife and <laughs> then, then, so well, many no. people. Joyce, Joyce gets her deal. Then Joyce admitted. Thank God. Quote, he was never any good at it when he did work down there. So I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Despite no, like, their protest. The talk the couple, shit. Yeah. The couple said, oh, yeah, they're just going to town. They're old. They know they're dying soon. They ended up saying, hey, Richard, act your age, and he died, Eric. <laughs> the couple said police issued them breach of peace citations requiring a court appearance next Tuesday. When we do go, we will tell the truth, Joyce said. I can imagine Joyce is like, you know, when we go, we're going to tell the truth, Joyce said, which we tried to tell the police, but they didn't listen. We will tell the judge when we go next week. 
Richard said the couple's not hiring a lawyer due to the cost. We didn't do nothing. I'm not going to pay some goddamn lawyer because we didn't fucking do nothing, he said. He declared, actually. So, yeah, he's pissed. He is mad, Eric. And I I only these – I'm looking at the story. I'm like – Eh, is this going to hit? Anything, other hateful things in his second part oh, of this I whole know. thing. Like, I was waiting. Like, what the hell oh, are I'm you doing? You, well, I'm reading it. Once I um, oh Richard, you made you made the podcast, my friend. You made it. The next one is we're not at uh, Florida yet. That shows you a no. lot of things went crazy. Walmart wanker. It's crazy. So you go an south electric or... cart stalked south woman. A Walmart wanker, an electric cart stalked woman. As if navigating Walmart on a Saturday night wasn't like, enough of a wanker. Wanker. Yeah. Imagine turning around and seeing a bloated Iowa pervert tailing you on an electric shopping cart while, quote, exposing his penis and stroking it. Diddling himself. Yeah. The vile affront befell a, a female customer. Oh, what is this? Written by Shakespeare. The vile affront <laughs> befell a female customer who did not like the look of his member at a Walmart in Marion, a is, Cedar is, Rapids suburb. Is that the biggest problem? She did not like the look of it? Like, was there Maybe. an incident in her mind oh, where yeah. if she turned around and there was a good-looking member behind her? Then All you're right, fine. go at it. This guy was a fanny. She yeah. didn't need that. Investigators arrest oh. Gary Sheriff, not Gary Sheffield, Eric. I want to point that out. Uh, that might uh, actually, if it was Gary Sheffield, that might upset a lot of people. A 65-year-old Marion resident for indecent exposure, according to a criminal complaint. Upon being summoned to the Walmart, cops found the sheriff had been... Cops found that sheriff had been following a woman around the the store in an electric cart while exposing his penis and stroking it. Sheriff was booked into Lynn County Jail, where he's locked just up in like lieu of 5,000 bonds. like the lazy pervert who is now in yeah, a freaking he, rascal just floating yeah, around, really. like slowly stalking his prey as he yeah. jerks his dick off. He's like, yelling, he's yelling, you, calm down, you've don't done walk it, my so man. fast. You've, you found out <laughs> how everything thing. works out in the end. Well, what happened is, uh, quite like Devin Sawa, they said, how are you feeling? And he said, I'm living Eric Shea's dream, he said. In lieu of the 5,000 bond, he's still Good in jail. Sheriff is scheduled for a September 4th preliminary hearing. Eric, it's time to go to Florida. What up, Florida? Male victim says woman crushed two beers, proceeded to, quote, stone cold Steve Austin, my ass. A woman arrested for domestic violence attacked a man in the style of wet wrestler Stone Cold. You'll hear Steve Austin. According to an account provided by cops by the victim records show, Chastity Bodner, 23, got into a physical altercation with Cody Lee Havens, 26, Saturday afternoon at a residence in Fort Pierce, Florida. An arrest affidavit notes Havens said that Bodner got upset when I told her that she drinks too much, police reported. You don't want to tell that to the girl. Havens said that an enraged Bodner first threw her phone at him, striking him in the throat. He then walked out of the house and into the attached garage with Bodner following police saying. All of a sudden, she's like an assassin with Chinese oh, yeah. stars. This freaking throws that phone right in the neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she's stalking him as if she thinks she's a wrestler. Inside the garage, Bodner, quote, took two cans of beer and proceeded to, quote, Stone Cold Steve Austin, my ass, Haven said, adding that Bodner went crazy on him. Ha- Havens told police that he was forced to pin Bodner. The best is he, he ended up subduing her. By the pinning her, I actually the ref was knocked out. You didn't see earlier. The, the ref, ref got hit by a chair. Yeah, really. <laughs> to pin Bodner on the ground Freak until 
until officers arrived at the home to give her the three count. I observed two beer cans in the garage that appeared to be crushed in the general vicinity of where the incident occurred. A sheriff's deputy reported. The court filing does not reveal whether Bodner attempted Austin's famous finishing move, the Stone Cold Stunner. I'm telling you, she needed to walk up behind him, pound those oh, two be beers, great. kick him in the stomach, turn around, Maybe she did. Him, you know, chin on the shoulder, and then go down. She Bam! looks strong. It's and funny the crowd with, goes wild. I saw both of their pictures. And he is a lot smaller than her, so that's possible. Now you ask me, but Jim. Is this like China's sister? I'm saying, yeah, really. Uh, Yeah, called Japan. You you end up where you have two pictures. So you're talking to me. Actually, uh, they ended up, two of the guys came in. The Dudley boys showed up out of nowhere, Eric. And then they started fighting, uh, you know, I don't know. Freaking Coco beware. You end up where I saw the both their, I end up seeing both of their pictures. Now, why would I end up seeing a victim's picture? That, that They don't do that. You're not allowed to show that. Well, Bodner was arrested on a misdemeanor battery charge and booked into the county jail early Saturday night. She was released from custody Sunday afternoon. Havens, the guy, was also arrested after he allegedly started to fight with the cops who arrived to investigate the disturbance call that he called in. So he ended up, I, I don't know they what's going on. supposed to be in the ring. Well, that's that's the problem. I actually <laughs> think that, you know, well, what is, you're going to bring Shane McMahon next? They, they, I, it all I'm went telling to you, hell. The whole thing is he pinned her down. The cops showed up to, and like they would not give the three count. And he was furious. The freaking started a fight oh, right that. there. Then all also, of a sudden the neighbor came by with a chair, knocked him out. Well, also out, out of the whole deal, he ended up mistaking the police for the big boss man, Eric, and had just attacked him. <laughs> I that she get back into wrestling. I did have a lot on. of fun when I was younger. It's like, oh, what, bail? I don't care. Ted DiBiase's got my back is what he said at the end <laughs> and then they're like no no he's dead so you end up oh, with the is last he? is yeah, Teddy I dead I thought he did die but you know whatever the next one is in the last story of the night who got his millions yeah <laughs> his uh, his son ended up getting it his son was wrestling as well so uh, I think yeah what was his name I think I forget what his name was it might be Junior I don't know Florida man offers two word explanation for why he menaced victim with machete for not flushing toilet uh, what would you think those two words would be he ended up the it's police bullshit. came the police came and uh said you know you attacked this guy for not flushing the toilet and he offered a two-word explanation that then he ended up signing as deal. now a florida man was charged with threatening another man with a machete for failing to flush the toilet provided police Sounds with a right. written statement declaring that you don't even need an explanation of why shit happened Eric, that's what he said. And and really, you know what? <laughs> Classic. That explains it all. It really does. It explains it. It works on so many levels. Uh, according like, to an uh, arrest report. I heard the other day on the radio. Like, no, figured, I, uh, I, like I, I called a guy up because he, he was selling a radio, but said the volume knob didn't turn down at all. Like, uh, didn't go past the high. And I'm like, well, I can't turn this down. Uh, yikes. Eric, are we done? No. What do we say at the end? <laughs> Keith Mounts, 46, was busted Saturday everything. night on a felony aggravated assault count following a confrontation as residents in Hudson, a Tampa suburb. Eric, why do they say going down to the shore when you're, you're going there? Uh, you know, and why do they call it the king of Prussia? Where's the queen? Right. And some local humor. there. <laughs> According to the victim, Mounts pointed a machete in his face after he told him to flush the toilet after using it. The man added that Mounts threatened to, quote, chop him the fuck up. 
Mounch told police yeah. that he was defending himself with the machete. It's like you and you'd have to chop the shit up before that's they would flush right. because there's this yeah. mound of shit yeah. right there. You should yeah. brandish a machete around your house. Well, that, that's what they end Get up doing at the Shady Maple. Holsters. They end up having like a bunch of things. Brett told me that, that they end up having like this worldly gig underneath there. Mounch told police that he was defending himself with the machete, but when pressed for that, could not give cops a reason as to why he was defending himself. Mount subsequently provided a written statement saying shit happened. Cops reported and Mounts was booked in the county jail where he's being cops held laughed, in Cops laughed. Cops cuffed him. End of story. $5,000 bail or bond. It's not known as of this time if Ted DiBiase is going to give him the money for that. Uh, you know, he, he can't be, uh, you know, bailing everybody out of jail, Eric. So that's not going to happen. Why can't he? He's the million dollar man. Well, he could, but really, the million dollar man, he better be the billion dollar man now. The million dollar, that doesn't count. All of a sudden, we have to deal with inflation with the whole next thing is like, instead of the six million dollar man, it's going to be like the six billion dollar man. They always do that. They end up just calling him the bionic man (laughs) because they don't want to deal with that nonsense. I'd love this six million dollar man. It's like, it's it's awesome. It's a cardboard box uh, with a can opener taped to it and a little kid inside. You know, that's it. That's the something decent for six million dollars still. Come on. You could. You know these people, though. They, they would end up At least like, give me that bionic guy or something. They would get the $6 million, and it would never get out of the, the planning stages, and they would steal the money is what would happen. It, it would be like Just these like people, Unicron. Like the people on these, you know, Kickstarters and things where they run from it. Like that Zoe. Just like Unicron. <laughs> Zoe, Chloe, Zoe something, whatever. That girl that was writing uh, those comics, Eric. You know, what am I doing? A, a keeper, a crapper? That girl was writing some comics, Eric. Zoe a Quinn. Gamer girl? Zoe Quinn, yeah, that girl there. And also, I said before, the rapper, singer I was thinking about and couldn't remember his name was R. Kelly, Eric. I just remembered everything as we it finished. Was. Uh, it was R. Kelly. See, there's where we wrap it all around. And we wrap it all around. I, I was never a big fan of R. Kelly. How about you? You can't be a fan no, now. I don't so. think I was either. I, I never really liked him, though. I, I did look. I don't know we, any of the songs at the top of my head. Yeah. I can believe I can fly. You know that. And you know then, what? I do I'm, love that song. I'm here in the closet and things are happening. You know, that in the yeah, closet. I only know the South Park version of that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the deal. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, the R. Kelly. But yeah, uh, that's it, Eric. That's it. Uh, we, I was got thinking. R. Kelly, everybody. Here's the deal. Uh, we were looking at Cameo today. And no, that's not a sexy website if you don't know of it. It's where you can go not and yet. get a lot of. You know, pretty much has-beens and actors and actresses <gasps> and people where you, you can get them to do I messages. Admire. Where I love it is because most of Howard Stern's whack pack has gone on there and they're making money hand oh, yeah. over fist doing that. Well, I did – Gilbert Gottfried's on there. And we were thinking of maybe we can get him to say Jam. some of uh, wrong turns, catchphrases, things like that, that we could have him on the soundboard. We'll have to look into it. But I did see that Montel Jordan is on there, Eric. Really? Now, if you're going to get – is there any cameo video that you're ever going to have Montel Jordan do that does not have, you know, this how we do it? Like it's always going to have that, right? Why would you have a Montel Jordan without that? I also, think it might be in a weird – like a weird thing in his contract where he will not do that. You think that well, – who would pay from the same? He's get sick of it. I'm telling you, it would be like – Hey, John, you know, your your wife, Nancy, wants me to tell you this, how we do it, and then gives them a recipe for, you know, pot pie. It's almost in my mind to be one That'd of those so weird good. things where people who are on this are sick of that one thing that oh, they were famous for. Like, most of the all people of are like, like that. Like you get Gilbert Gottfried, but he refuses to do the voice. I'm like, the what the fuck am I getting oh, you, no, Gilbert? Okay. Yeah, and so I was looking, 
And a lot of the things are, there's a lot of people that were like people I really liked growing up and you did. Yeah. The problem is on the cameo, though, are people going to recognize their voices? You know what I mean? That's very important. And Gilbert's great. Norm MacDonald's on it. That's great. Uh, But you have things where you actually have Grandmaster Flash on there, and it's cheap. I could get Grandmaster Flash, and I'm thinking to myself, do I want him to rap for me and maybe do a parody rap? Could I do that? I uh, Because, yeah, he's like $35. I may just call him. I think you should look the terms of service first. I just may want to call him just to talk to him. I'll pay him $50 to just come on the podcast. (laughs) I don't care what you're up to, Grandmaster Flash. And so I, I was looking, and there are some where you have like YouTube star. I'm looking; it's like a kid younger than Logan who who did wants you find a, me on there? Wants a dollar fifty? Not yet. Uh, but one right. thing is, Melissa Joan Hart Oosh. is on there, and oh my! It, it, all I need to have for the podcast is this is Melissa Joan Hart, and here's America's sweetheart Eric Shea, and it all is perfect. How much world, was Melissa Joan Hart? I think it was a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Not that much. I, I MGH, might, yeah. you could do so much more than this. I know you have some things where, and it's also one of those where you end up having all the members like Carney Wilson and, and her sister, uh, you know, you, you have Wilson Phillips, all three of them are on this mm-hmm. and you see like, Oh, Carney, what are you doing? Why are you only asking for 50? And you know, China Phillips is asking Times for is 120. I, I mean, really? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, they're all pricing these uh, each other out because you just want, but don't you want them all together? Don't you want? And, and also you Lance, think so. I think Lance Bass is $150 yeah, Joey Fatone is 90, Eric. Joey Fatone. Joey Fat One is only $90. Like, oh, right. Thing is, I would rather have Lance Bass than Joey Fat would One. You, would you end up having Lance Bass? Like, what would you end up? Hey, hey, Eric, Jim wants to know that you two are still in sync. Is that what you would do? Something like that where you talk about him wanting to fly in space. Is that what you're doing? No. Uh, yeah, would you end up like, uh, hey, uh, hey there, Tanya. Jim's serving you with divorce papers, and he wants you to bye 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 bye. bye, bye. <laughs> I mean, all of them are just going to be based on these no, things. I'd actually that they make a Backstreet Boy stuff. Yeah, because I would, I would do the whole joke where Bags. I don't know who he is. Do you think that he might turn that Carter. down? Do you think that he turns it yes, down? Yes, I think he would. Oh my, yeah. Hey, uh, Tommy, uh, Jim wants to know that Backstreet's back. Uh, he just he'll cash in his money. He doesn't care. And I and actually I thought about it. I'm looking at these people and like. Why are you doing this? Something I know whether it's free money. I, I mean, really? Yeah, like, pretty much. Why you have could be going to the bathroom, record on your phone, send it over for yeah. three minutes. You're done. Oh, I, 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 I've listened to Howard. Some of these guys. I mean, high pitch Eric. That guy. He just starts recording his cameo stuff while he's making dinner. Then he gets a call. He. I mean, he really. He doesn't care. And it keeps going. No. You got Tan Mom on there. You got them all, Eric. It's uh, so good. Uh, but that's the end of the podcast. No more cameo talk. Uh, yeah, and I'm just saying, almost all of the members of Motley Crew are on there. It's crazy. But yeah, uh, that's it, Eric. What do we say hey, at Eric the Shelley. end? Hey, everybody, thanks for listening and thanks for supporting us. Obviously, the end of the month's coming up. I hope everybody stays on so that we can keep having some fun like tonight, Eric. But what do we say at the end of the podcast? That's it for this installment of the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening, but be careful because you never know we're going to pop back up to culture that ass. Oh, 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 oh.